1: Um, this is Heather Nichols, and welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. I'm super excited for this show, this guest, this topic, this week. Um, very timely in my world, which somehow that always happens. I love that. <laughs> I love how the universe works. Um, we have the lovely Katarina Valentin joining us today, talking about Beyond the bullshit and all kinds of other yummy stuff, I'm sure. Um, not that bullshit is yummy, but beyond the bullshit is yummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you discover the bullshit,
2: it's pretty yummy, you know? Yeah. That's like the yummy part of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who don't know Katerina, um She's really best described as a magical, phenomenal unicorn, um, (laughs) and, um, is also an access consciousness facilitator, um, has been working in so many different areas of consciousness and creation. Um, she's a huge part of the being you changing the world movement with Dr. Dane here, um, a writer, a speaker, a phenomenal being, but I really prefer, um, magical unicorn myself. So
2: <laughs> we're gonna just I like stick with that. that. <laughs> magical well, it's undefined enough to cover everything. That's, That's a great right. part. A magical That's right. unicorn. Yes. Yeah. I like that too. <laughs> so <laughs> welcome chat. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: um yeah, where should we go We were we were laughing actually um before we started. We were chatting about how um We didn't have a plan? Yeah. (laughs) And I said, well, I never actually have a plan. I can't actually have a plan. Um, It's not even possible for me to have a plan.
2: I think unicorns have plans. No. I think unicorns just, you know, gallop. I can't say that word in English, but gallop, gallop, gallop. Gallop. Like, gallop (laughs) around, like, you know, following the energy of the field. So I think that's where we go. But I did have, I, I um, I was looking at this whole... You know what you say with the bullshit. I was actually looking at little cartoons online and looking at you know bullshit cartoons because C- bullshit does come up a lot. I mean, people know that there's a lot of bullshit, you know, bullshit in the world. But the the part that that really has been getting me lately is the bullshit that we play on ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like the part that. Yeah. And and I I would say that one of the things that it really does like I was looking at something. With myself the other day, where I kind of had been pretending I wanted to be something, you know. Since I am a unicorn, I kind of had been pretending that I wanted to be, I don't know, an elephant, you know, instead, (laughs) something different than a unicorn. And then I've been like kind of annoyed when this didn't show up. Like I, I would, I wasn't invited to the elephant meetings or I wasn't, you know, <laughs> I wasn't asked to create the new elephant house. I don't know, something like that. And, I, and then I was looking at it and I'm like, but that is complete bullshit. I don't even want to be an elephant. I want to yeah. be unicorn. So in by bullshitting myself in an area like that, I was also stopping the, you know, the unicorn development of all of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, I know she's really. Uniform, that. unicorn development alert.
2: <laughs> exactly. In, in, and <laughs> but it, I'm just so aware of that. It it's you know if we want to do a more, you know very like. A current example like Facebook and people complaining that what people do on Facebook is like they put all these pretty pictures up about how their lives look like and people look at their lives and they think that's the life they have but that's just like the moments they're willing to share with other people of how their life looked like and we know that but we still buy the bullshit like we still right. think that that's how our life should look like mm-hmm. so what if what if none of that is really true what if we continuously like when <laughs> elephants when we're unicorns (laughs) and and just this this part it was such a I know it's a kind of a silly example but it's such a freedom for me And this it was a tiny little area that I was looking at but when I once I looked at it I'm like this is crazy I've been you know aiming for something that I don't even desire that wouldn't really give me what I really you know want to spend my time on or or be in the world what I truly would like to be, it's actually stopping me from being, because I'm like aiming this direction. So for me, bullshit is really where we're like blinding ourselves what was actually true for us. I mean, we can be blinding up, you know, in many areas, but for this, like, that's what I've been looking at today, that the parts where we are, you know, putting bullshit in our own eyes. <laughs> it's a very... It's a very a lot of pictures in this radio show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your eyes are turning brown. Everybody's eyes are turning brown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, but, you know, like I said, this is such a timely conversation for me. Um, I've been looking at this a lot too. And just really like, what do I actually desire? You know, and, and, you know, we think we know what we desire. We think we know what's true for us. And, So often it's just based on, you know, everybody else's projections of what we should desire or what other people desire that we think is ours, you know, or or this something that we've made meaningful or valuable in some way that isn't actually, actually meaningful and valuable to us. Um, yeah. And it's amazing it, the freedom that can show up when you're willing to actually just get real and true with you um, beyond
2: I, it, all of that. Well, I would just, because you had that show where you did look a little bit about the irrational and rational. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we do is we we kind of bullshit ourselves into, for example, that we desire this or this is where we want to go. And then we rationalize that choice to mm-hmm. ourselves and other people. And when we rationalize it, we kind of get stuck in it, right? <laughs> because we are, we're then defending or explaining the direction where we're not willing to even be with the energy of this its what we, because tr- we've already started to kind of define it, conclude it, put it into stone. So I'm also looking at like that, if the bullshitting is actually the rationalization of mm-hmm. conclusion in a yeah. way, yeah, because we want to kind of buy the bullshit, you know, we want to be normal average and real and like everyone else so we buy something as true and then we rationalize it and then we've you know we paid for it now it's
1: ours (laughs) now you have to defend that choice
2: (laughs) yeah and then you have to keep defending it too that's the strange part because you've already started to defend it you bought it as yours and then you have to keep defending it and and I get that that's why I think that's why sometimes it's even I have this radio show where we're going to look at all of this, um, not a radio show, sorry, a, a telecall series. And, and it's nearly like people are not totally willing to know what's true. For it's much easier <laughs> to keep kind of staying a little bit in the bullshit. They're kind of ready to get yeah. rid of some of it. And, and that goes for me too, of course. And, but to, to truly be with what is yeah. and, and see what actually is, that's, quite provocative like <laughs> thing that's not really done because that would mean you would have to look at yourself too yeah. like what 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 actually is going on for me what am i actually choosing what am i actually creating so i was and then and then to avoid that i think we rationalize the choices we made already we rationalize why we didn't choose that why that didn't happen we blame other people we we use like all kinds of excuses to rationalize why our life doesn't look the way we think they should. (laughs) Yeah. And
1: you know, know, one thing that's created so much freedom for me around that is that, that, you know, when things when we think we've been asking for something and creating it and it doesn't show up a lot of times it's because we don't actually desire it. And I remember the first time I heard that and I was like, Oh shit. Like <laughs> That's amazing, you know, that we would be so powerful as to think that we want something, put all this energy into creating it, but actually not allow it to show up because it's not actually what
2: we desire. And um yeah, that just kind of blew my oh, mind. <laughs> no, but that is and that's exactly what going beyond the bullshit is for me. It's that realization of oh, I haven't created this because I actually don't desire it, and that's how potent I am. Yeah. That is that very moment when, like, that bullshit gets clean out of your eyes and you <laughs> can see again. But, but that that's really what it is about, because as long as you, you know, think you desire this and then judge yourself for not creating it, you're, you're bullshitting yourself on several levels continuously yeah. instead of actually looking at... Um, you know what what do I truly desire, and what am I truly creating? what am I truly choosing? And once you get more clarity in that for yourself, it is easier to see that in other people, and I get it's actually easier to see that in politics, it's easier to see that in you know when you watch the news. if you're willing mm-hmm. to look at it for yourself, you will also see how that is created. You know, for other people, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the bullshitometer for me is if you're willing to know what's true for you, you will be more able to see what's you know what's actually going on in the world, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it's
1: like I talk a lot of, on my show and in my stuff about the five elements of intimacy and vulnerability being one of them and how you can't have that with other people if you don't have it with you. It has to start with you in order to be able to even be that space with anybody else. And this really is the conversation of that, of those elements of intimacy and vulnerability with ourselves and going okay, so what if everything that I've been asking for or everything that I've been creating or everything that I thought I wanted, what if that's not actually true? You know, And then the, like for me, what's shown up lately is just this period of many months of just being willing to not really know and take it apart and, and just be curious and be looking and be asking and wondering and really just not know you know, what I actually desire. Well, and and it's even, you know, it's not like we ever want to get to that as a conclusion anyway, because we change all the time. Um, well,
2: well, there's a, I mean, I love that too. You're so correct. Like to even to even get beyond the bullshit is to use the five elements of intimacy, because that's how you are willing to receive everything, be everything. So I mean, if you look at all of them, honoring, gratitude, allowance, trust, um, and vulnerability, they are all part of that. And if you are being the five elements of intimacy, you are not as easy to bullshit. Because <laughs> it, won't, it won't stick there. It will yeah. kind of like pass by you. And and you will also know what's true and what's not true around you. Um, and, and the part that you said about not knowing who you are, I would say that that's one part that I've been exploring too, like truly not knowing who I am. I, I used to have, I used to probably say that I didn't know who I am, <laughs> but, <when clears throat> you, but there's always little parts that I would hold on to. And those mm-hmm. I think are the parts that I still rationalized um, as real, valid, you know, like the parts that were like, things I wouldn't really let go of and and I don't necessarily, it's not like I don't know my name and I'm floating around in the universe as this (laughs) blob, that's not what I mean, I just I. it's kind of, it's the recreation of you that's possible if you're willing not to have to rationalize your previous choices or what you thought you were the minute ago there's Strangely, I would say there's more kindness in my world um, Mm -hmm. from that space of not, like, not having to defend any bullshit that I've been doing by myself or anyone else. Yeah. There's this, and and that's quite interesting. It's not the space I thought would occur, and Mm. it is, it is a different kind of space. like the kindness of (laughs) of being willing not to function from that, because, look, Yeah. So, so I would say that it's when it's, it's when you come to that point when it's like, okay, enough. Like, I'm, I would like to know what's behind all of this that I bought as true. Yeah. So that, that's the, that's kind of where that demand comes from, going beyond the bullshit. So stopping to rationalize. And the other part that's, that's kind of connected to what you were saying is the, uh, all the projections, expectations, judgments, mm-hmm. projections we have of everyone around us and of ourselves and of the world. Like, look yeah. at all the projections, expectations we have of the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, that's actually, I I um, just want to mention, too, for people listening, that's a phenomenal book that just came out by Gary Douglas um, that is available on Amazon and in the Access Consciousness shop. Um, I just started reading it yesterday actually I was on those telecalls a few years ago and um and just picked it up yesterday and started diving into it and I was like oh my gosh like there's it's a lot like that's that's been pinging the whole time we've been talking here it's just that you know how connected all of this is to that and what you know, I mean, that is, that is the bullshit, you know, the projections yeah. that we have of ourselves and of others in the world and the expectations that we have of ourselves and of others in the world and how we have to separate, judge and reject, you know, when we do that. And, um, it's and it's like a, this
2: never ending spiral, because yeah. it is like the, like you say, how we, we expect something, but then we don't get it. Then we reject and then we separate. Yeah. And then we, so it's all like, We can we can chat a bit more about it, Um, and I'm. It's it's it is a key, like you say, to how we even start bullshitting. Yeah. (laughs) how it all begins the origins of bullshit
1: the origins of bullshit coming up after the break Exactly. the origins (laughs) of bullshit with katerina (laughs) bellington cool let's let's do that so we're we're at our first break we're just gonna take a couple moments and we will be back shortly
3: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
4: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head Find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys' class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
3: Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? if you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. 12 years ago, I was on the verge of suicide and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world, facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you, you always do.
0: Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods.
3: Build a better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed.
0: You're listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to creating beyond reality.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is Heather Nichols. We're here this week with Katerina Valentin talking about beyond the bullshit and 8 million other things. Um, mm-hmm. We had a whole other thing come up on the break. and <laughs> um, But we were going to talk about... Um, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections being kind of where where the bullshit begins. Um, so what do you want to say about that?
2: <laughs> well, I think it does begin, well, it's part of how it begins because we mm-hmm. train, you know, to live up to expectations, to not be rejected like since we're kids. That's, mm-hmm. And I would say that part of the bullshitting we do is to To do exactly to live up, to not be rejected, to live up to expectations. And and one of the things that I that we were looking at in the break was I noticed that I still I still sometimes I'm so aware of what other people expect of me and and I'm so not willing to be rejected that (sighs) I will not follow my knowing completely because I still kind of want to I want them to feel good about what they suggest or I want I want to kind of include them or I want to so I would say that I bullshit myself a lot by avoiding basically not to fulfill the expectations to you know avoid rejection (laughs) rejection and, and separation and that's one of the things so that I even I even do that with the world I think I don't want to I don't want to be rejected by the world. <laughs> I, don't to, I don't want the world to separate from me. Mm-hmm. So I I actually allow it to bullshit me cuz yeah. you know if I if I truly was willing to know and to use my awareness and to use the tools to really know what was going on in the world what would that actually create? Yeah. Like so I'm not sure. Maybe we could, I to destroy all the projections, expectations, judgments, rejections, and separations that we have of the world and with the world. Like yeah. Even, even go- <laughs> it's like the world is an entity now, but it's, <laughs> it is, there is something with this particular part of, of that, that the, and then you rationalize why you do it, because then that will create, you know, a better friendship or a better relationship with your parents, or it will, you know, allow you to function better in society. All those Mm -hmm. things. (laughs) So it it
0: really
2: is the the big five that leads us into this bullshitting of ourselves and the world.
1: Yeah, And, and I think also, like, so many of us, people that are drawn to these conversations, humanoids, seekers, have this capacity to um, adjust and change and look at lots of different things from lots of different angles and consider different points of view. And that's a real capacity that we have. And yet, in this, you know, the way that you're talking about it, it's like, I know for me, when I look at that, it's like, that's how I use my capacities against me to go, Oh, but Mm -hmm. maybe this, and maybe I should consider this. And what about this? And Oh, sure. This is, you know, could work for me or might work for me. And, and those are like, it's like, maybe that's the like refined bullshit, you know, (laughs) like we talk about refined judgments, you know, being not as, you know, glaringly
2: obvious. Um, what is actually, I think it's a brilliant way of putting it, because it is our capacity that makes mm-hmm. us so aware of the expectations, judgments, separations, and re- rejections. So, and I would say that if we were willing, if we were trained <laughs> since we were little, <laughs> to know what was true for us and to mm-hmm. call kind of bullshit on ourselves and other people in a greater to a greater extent, um, we could use that capacity for us and not against us because if mm-hmm. we were actually just willing to see, okay, this is what this person expects of me, then we have a choice. We could still deliver it. That's yeah. not... the The, the problem the bullshitting is when you are basically delivering it and then you're rationalizing why you delivered it, not because that person expected it, but because, you know, all these different reasons that you're giving yourself that fits better in, instead of just saying, I delivered that because that's, you know, what that person expected. And that's what I got created the most in that moment. Yeah. So it it's funny, it sounds like Calling bullshit would mean that you would say no to everything and you would mm. basically, you know, withdraw from from the interactions you could have with people in the world. And I would say it, it really, that's what I was talking about before the break with the kindness. What I discovered is it actually allows me to walk a kinder path mm. in the times when I'm willing <laughs> To be true to me, it doesn't always happen. But when I am, that's actually when when I am that um, like like the I can, I have a choice. And when I have a choice, and I can choose from that space of what's true for me, my choice is often to you know to deliver whatever is required in that moment for people, if that creates the most. So. I think that the bullshit is also a way where we do shut ourselves off from the awareness that could create something so much greater so I'm, I'm wondering if it's it's like there's a lie in even in even that it would make our lives easier it's kind of like it, the ostrich you know that thing where they put their head in the sand mm-hmm. <laughs> because they think no one is going to see them so it's like we put we put our hand in the bullshit because we think that it'll you know no one will see us if we if we just stay down here, we won't be <laughs> noticed. but what if it's actually yeah i don't i know what if it's actually about being willing to receive everything and be everything and function from there to be what you desire in the world,
1: mhm-. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, and
1: it's it's amazing too that like when you were talking about the choices that you make, you know, based on when people are expecting things of us, and then you know what is actually true for you. And it's it's really cool that so often this is something I've been looking at a lot lately. Just where it's like my choice when my choices. Like, you might actually make the same choice, but it has a very different energy to it, you know? Like, you might actually make a choice that is to give somebody what they're expecting or desiring or whatever. But there's this sense of that it's actually your choice and that you have the freedom to choose and you have all of the awareness and you have, you're not bullshitting you and you're not being bullshitted. You're just choosing what's actually going to create more and what's going to work, different energy than when you're trying to hide your bullshit, their bullshit, their expectations and you feel like you have no choice other than to deliver whatever it is that you're going to deliver, you know? <laughs> so it's amazing how even just a a tweak in the energy of this and you know, still it might not look much different from the outside, but mm-hmm. the experience of being you know being these elements of intimacy with ourselves and telling ourselves the truth about ourselves and the world around us you know it just it it's I don't know for me it's been such a freaking relief lately <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, just that's give the, ourselves the space for that you know and it's a brilliant way of explaining it that it may be the exact same choice but the energy is completely different mm-hmm. if you're not if you actually know what's true for you and you choose from there. And I, I get that's when we that's also what tweaks us when when there is a lie attached to something. Like mm-hmm. it, spoken or unspoken, we know there's a lie there. We know yeah. when we read something that there's a lie there, spoken or unspoken. We know when we watch TV. Mm-hmm. Different politicians that we may or may not like. That there is a <laughs> lie there, like spoken or unspoken, under, and the things they say may seem rational or like, but there, you are aware of the li- You're aware of the bullshit layer that's like laying on top of what you're reading or what you're saying, and it like tweaks your world. And it's one of the things that that really does, I think, make us angry is lies. When we yeah. can't call them, we can't see them and and I think it goes for ourselves too. But in this particular case, I think it's it's one of the things where if we were like if I look at the world today and and look at how really much bullshit that's going on in the world continuously, and there's no the filters that used to be there are not really there. It's a huge public arena with social media. like everything is like moving continuously. And to learn how to actually call bullshit on what you're reading, what you're seeing, you have to learn to know what's true for you. Because mm-hmm. you can't really call it based on what other people are seeing. You have to actually look at it. You have to first know what's true for you by using the five elements of intimacy, like you say, by using you know all the projections, expectations, judgments I have about this. Let's uncreate and destroy all of those. Like, What's there once you peel off? Yeah. You know all the layers of bullshit that we put on top of everything we see. What's there under there? Like, what's when is the emperor naked? What is there like <laughs> at the end? And I kind of want to teach all like all young people that too. Like, I want them to be able to to like read bullshit so that because the the world is is layered of it. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and the thing is, is young people, they do, you know, and I love that about, like, being around my kids, you know, they've been around these access consciousness tools for a long time, most of their lives. And so it's cool, because they, they, like, I'm always asking them what they know, and inviting them to know what they know. And, and it's amazing when i when I don't do that, or when I pretend like something isn't going on or whatever, how tweaky that gets in their world because they're so used to having this conversation of what they're actually aware of, you know, and it's just it's oh, amazing like when you're
2: when you're mm. asking them to buy the bullshit, they get irritated
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah yeah, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> what well, is funny i I was writing this article. For a mother's magazine, and um it was the theme i have been you know I was asked to write about was how does vulnerability uh contribute how does your vulnerability contribute to your child or what, what how mm-hmm. does it give to your child and And I was looking at that, and the example i I got was that you know my daughter she is fifteen, but you know she's been around the access tool since she was six, and she she knows immediately when something is off with me, like at the split second. So she'll walk out the door and then she'll walk in again and she'll say, hey, mom, are you okay? And I have this choice then. I can bullshit her and say, yeah, yeah, everything is fine, blah, blah, and Mm -hmm. pretend that everything is fine. Or I can say, actually, I'm a bit upset. I just had this phone call and I got angry. You know, whatever is actually going on. And I've been looking at when I pick the first alternative, what I'm doing is actually... I am telling her her awareness is wrong. Yeah. I'm telling her that I'm undermining her knowing. I'm yeah. undermining her way to know what's true in the world. And if I instead go for that vulnerable answer, which is actually, you know, I'm a little upset, something occurred. this it don't have to be detailed. It just has to be enough for to acknowledge that, yeah, you are correct, you're knowing is correct and then I acknowledge that and then like you say she will go out in the world and she will follow that like in all other areas because she's been trained to know that she knows that she knows you know (laughs) like that and and I and I I would say I agree with you that kids that are shown you know acknowledged that they know will have that bullshitometer when they go out in the world because they will know what's true and yeah. they will know they are correct yeah. so sometimes I think that's one of the greatest gifts to give them is to actually be willing to acknowledge when they're correct about yeah. even small things like that yeah
1: yeah and what would you say so for people that are listening and they're like okay so I'm you know 40 <laughs> and I didn't have that as a kid and I'd really like to you know, I'd like to know more of what I know. Um, What would you, what tool or tools would you give them?
2: Oh, well, well, I would actually, I would actually start asking, you know, questions to yourself and acknowledge your own knowing. So basically instead of, since you haven't been trained like this, since maybe (sighs) no one acknowledged your knowing and maybe even, um, invalidated. That's the correct English word, right? Invalidated. Mm-hmm. You're knowing mm-hmm. since you were very little, um, your bullshit meter may be a little off. Like you <laughs> may be doubting it when it goes on, and you may be thinking, "Oh, that's just me being, you know, silly again yeah. or sensitive again." What if you instead looked at, like, really used a tool of of light and heavy? Um, you probably have talked about this before, but that's such mm-hmm. a simple tool, like when you get heavy and and it it can look different for everyone for me it's like i kind of it's kind of like somebody throws a stone in my stomach that's when mm. i feel heavy it's mm. my best description like it's like something glancing in my stomach like it it gets heavy in my stomach and then when i get light it's like my heart expands mm. it it is different for everyone and in the yeah. beginning it is tiny it's tiny, yeah. it's like a tiny pibble, you know, in yeah. my in my stomach, and it's a tiny flare. But the more you, you actually acknowledge that you do know. So if somebody tells you something and you get that little stone in your stomach, you can ask, what is the lie here, spoken or unspoken? Mm-hmm. Like you can you can start asking that question and you will start kind of creating your own guide and bullshitometer. So so it is. It isn't. It's like a. You have to retrain yourself. You have to retrain yourself to know what's true for you. Yeah. And I think we're going up to break now, so I just mm-hmm. stop talking. I know. I have other questions
1: too, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll pick those up after the break. Um, so yeah, we're gonna take another another little pause, and we will be back with you in just a few moments.
0: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods. <laughs>
3: Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You're listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Heather at HeatherNichols.com. That's Heather at HeatherNichols.com. Now, back to creating beyond reality. Welcome back, everybody. This is Heather Nichols,
1: and we are talking this week with the lovely Katerina Valentin, talking about beyond the bullshit and all kinds of other things. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So just on the break, we're having another little conversation about uh, how when you make something, when you try to hide something, um, which is a lot of times what people do when they're bullshitting, uh, it becomes actually, it's like you put a neon sign on it. Um, can you talk more about that,
2: Kat? Yeah. Well, I was even thinking, I think a lot of times as kids, because that's where we were right before the break is, you know, with, you know, how our kids are really aware when we're bullshitting. Like, and I think all kids are actually born with a really good bullshit meter and then we slowly or hopefully not anymore but what happens is that it slowly gets like toned down and turned off because they are not acknowledged and it's actually inconvenient you know that they're so good at spotting when you lie like it's inconvenient (laughs) to have these kids that know and i think in families there are often something that's like this big lie like something that Mm -hmm. occurred in my family for example now it's a generation up, but my mom grew up, you know, with five siblings and her oldest sister got pregnant with a with a writing teacher. Do you say mm-hmm. writing teacher? Like the yeah. Well mm-hmm. and she couldn't marry him because they were from a nice family and you can't marry the writing. It's a long time ago. Like this is many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. So but this was never spoken about. And my mom was this late kid, like all the other kids were ten years older. She never knew. What had occurred. But she knew there was this big, awful secret mm. around why Elizabeth couldn't marry whatever, you know, writing instructor that, it, no, whatever man she wanted to marry. But she didn't know why, she didn't know how. And mm. she would never even dare to ask because it was this area mm. that was like surrounded by this cloud of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And there was no way to get in. And and I would say that what happens is that area then becomes the most significant, the most, like you can, you can basically, the bullshit, not only does it like take away what's true for you, it also eats energy because mm-hmm. everything was then sucked to this like mm-hmm. thing that was made secret, that was surrounded by the bullshit and would would actually could have, you know, what what could actually create more in life was completely ignored because this, like you say, there was a big neon sign on top mm-hmm. of this secret that continuously was hollowing to her to try to find out what really happened while not being able to ask by trying to go under it and over it and on the <laughs> side of it. <laughs> so so I I would say that the bullshitting also takes... Like, it's the energy of of the things where we really want to go. Like, I would say there are some politicians right now that's doing a lot of this. By bullshitting, yeah. all the attention yeah. goes to the bullshit instead yeah. of actually going to what we could truly look at to create a different world. Mm-hmm. But we're, like, so focused on the bullshit that comes out that yeah. we don't even look at what is truly
1: Well, it's funny. It's like, as you're talking, I'm thinking it's almost like this irritant, you know, if you have like a little, you know, like pebble in your shoe or like a little thorn in your leg or something, you know, and it's this seemingly small thing, but it gets, if you ignore it and you don't take care of it and you don't handle it, it gets more and more irritating and more and more irritating. And it's like, we simultaneously have so much more awareness than we acknowledge and then are being fed more and more bullshit all the time and there's this like co- like dynamic contradiction going on there in our own worlds you know that yep. just becomes more and more of an irritant <laughs> that you know eventually blows up in some way or you know we just have to totally disavow our awareness or whatever in order to somehow get to you know, some ease with it, you know, which is, um, I think really goes back to being not bullshitting you, you know, cause it, yes. if you're bullshitting you, then you won't be willing to know what you know, regardless well, of what's hard, going on around you.
2: Yeah. And I, and I do get like, it's kind of like if you're if you're stuck in your own bullshit, you will kind of like cling on. Like it, it you get stuck in the other things too because you can't really separate it. It's it gets claggy That's my best description. So, I like, it. and with this energy eating of like your attention gets drawn to the bullshit because that's that's also where you're because you're trying to see what is bullshit without truly being willing to call it on yourself. So I think we, it's like you say, we have to start with the, um, I really like that the five elements of intimacy is like the way out of the bullshit. You just mm-hmm. use them and you get out of it. Yeah. And you have to truly, like the vulnerability is, is I would say one of the first steps. Like what if I didn't have to be perfect? What if I didn't have to know what's right or good in every situation? What if I was you know, willing to make a, Choice that you know necessarily wasn't the best choice, but then I can choose again, like all of those mm-hmm. things that we are instead of actually just going, Wow, I choose that, how to skip that That was not my <laughs> smartest choice mm-hmm. we we rationalize why we choose it, which then is the start of that cycle of bullshitting that we then continue like. I think people stay in relationships for years because they yeah. started to bullshit themselves in the beginning of their relationship. Yeah. And then they have to keep that bullshit up because it's like they already created the first bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. circle. But then they have to like create the second one to protect the first one so that it just keeps going. And, yeah. and politics, it goes for all these things. So mm-hmm. it is it is like a um, it's like a distractor. For From what we can create yeah, and
1: the and just the need and the necessity to be right, you know that's uh, that was another big one in that in the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections book um is like so much i mean everything that you just described, it's like all of that is to be right, you know, to, to not be wrong, to go, okay, well, I made this conclusion way back when, and I'm now I have to like everything that I do and everything that I tell myself and everything that I choose has to be, you know, in defense for the rightness of me having made that choice and in defense against the wrongness of, you know, and it's like, if we're just willing to be wrong, you know, another thing that gets created when we have those elements of intimacy with us, uh, there's so much freedom there it's amazing
2: well it is and it's really like how many times have I bullshitted myself because I was unwilling if I was not willing to be wrong like the unwillingness to be wrong have created so much bullshit in my life like I have rationalized choices that if I look at them they weren't my smartest choices, but then I had to rationalize the next choice I made to keep <laughs> that choice in place. And and if I look at them instead just with gratitude, because whatever choices I made in my life, it took me exactly where I am now. I wouldn't yeah. be here right now if I didn't make those choices. So none of them were wrong. That's not yeah. what this is about. Like none of those choices were wrong. Yeah. You know, maybe there had been a smarter way to get it. I don't know. But, <laughs> but kind of thing we're wrong. So I am here right now and I'm looking at this and what I'm looking at is kind of it is the bigger picture where if I were willing to stop bullshitting myself, what bullshit could I call in the world? and And what bullshit like traps could I avoid to get caught in so that I could actually put my energy in what I wanted to create instead of getting stuck in that like endless black hole of bullshit that like pulls my energy there i could go over here where there is you know where there is no bullshit where i could actually create something that i truly desire yeah so so that's kind of what i'm looking at like there's something a little bit it's not about that anything has been wrong or anyone is wrong it's about where do i decide to put my energy to create like instead of you know yeah it all in the bullshit hole That's awesome.
1: This is like, I love how, I love the like rabbit hole nature of this conversation. Like, it's so, there's so much to it. There's so much depth and breadth and awareness. And I'm so grateful. And you're, Doing is it tomorrow that you're starting a three part telecall yeah. or when? You, when
2: is that? I'm like I should have it yes, on my it calendar. Is, it is actually starting tomorrow. So, so okay. I'm, I'm starting a four part telecall where we're gonna, okay. you know, get out of the rabbit hole, not not get further into it. But yeah, we're <laughs> gonna look at all of this. Um, in a it's a Zoom call, so people get to, you know, co create like co create an awareness around all of this and get their bullshit meters going. Like you were saying, grown ups who doesn't know, who never been acknowledged for what they know can you know, retrain their bullshit I mean, they can get it on again, so that's kind of what that is about like, how can you recharge it and get it up and going so that you can create what is truly possible instead of you know, diving into the black hole of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we're with where would- they, where would people find oh, they, on the Access yeah. Consciousness
2: website? Do you have a website? What, where can well, I think the you? easiest is if they go to my website and then they can get their way there. So it's Katarina Valentin. It's K-A-T-A-R-I-N-A-W-A-L-L-E-N-T-I-N dot com. And if they go oh. there, there is a blurb about the telecall. So that's nice. probably the easiest, you know. And uh, yeah, it's been an amazing conversation. I am now even more looking forward to this four-part telecall because where can we go from here? So thank you so much for getting this all started with me.
1: Oh, my it's gosh. Such a total delight to always. I love chatting with you. So it's fun to do it, you know, interview style and, and like around a topic and on the show. Um, I I just love these conversations. So, um Yeah. Um, So what, what last, like for, we have like, I think two more minutes. So last uh, little nuggets of, or gems of, of uh, wisdom or tools you want to toss
2: out before we go? Well, I think, I think one tool that I'd like to toss out is this tool that you can use with teenagers, but you can also use it like, you know, when you watch TV is to say truth in your head before you ask something or before even you hear somebody say something and when you do that you will actually hear if they're lying and so will people around them so a great choice is to use it with your teenagers when they come home and say no 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 (laughs) i haven't been at a party with no parents you know i was just out being at the movies but you will hear if they're lying or not (laughs) and they will know that you hear that they're lying and it also works when you're listening to the news it also works when you're listening to people at work like just say you don't have to say it that loud you just say it in your head before somebody starts talking or before you ask them a question just say truth in your head and it will show up play with it try it and you can use it with you too right oh yeah <laughs> yourself. oh that's brilliant I do that a lot actually I do ask yeah. truth to myself because I'm not really sure <laughs> it I know it's true. So yes, that's brilliant. Use it on yourself. Use it on your children. Use it at work. Use it in front of the TV and, and, you know, start to get that bullshit meter going for yourself. <laughs> I love
1: it. Revving up the bullshit meter. <laughs> so cool. Well, I'm looking forward to the call and, um, Really grateful for you and everything that you be and contribute in the world and to the world. So, thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, have a beautiful week, everybody. And um, next week we have uh, Susanna Minnermeyer talking about the lies of lack um, and and uh, all kinds of other things. We pre-recorded it, so I have a I have a preview of that conversation, and it's pretty fun. So we'll be back next week for more. Bye for now. Goodbye.
0: Thank you for joining us today for Creating Beyond Reality. Make sure to join Heather Nichols again next Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another adventure into the brilliance of you. Have an amazing week of possibility and creation.